Peugeot experience. Well, hello to everybody at NORAD, and thanks for doing this. Merry Christmas to everyone. I tell you what, you've got a lot yeah. done so far. Santa's <laughs> really moving, man. That sleigh taking off with 75,000 yes. gumdrops. That's how heavy it is. That's a heavy sleigh, man. That's right. That's a heavy sleigh. They'll ask you how fast he is. He's faster than star. He's faster than star? Faster than starlight. Starlight. All oh, wow. right. Carol. Hey, Caleb. How old are you? I'm nine. You're nine. nine. You're getting old. Caleb, can you can say, you tell us again? What 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 you what you ask for Christmas, honey? Legos. 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 You already have a lot of Legos already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Been, all right. Good. Santa be interested to come back and see that. Yeah. Got to be in bed by nine o'clock and be asleep between yeah. nine and twelve. <laughs> Because that's when Santa comes. If you're not asleep, he yes. won't come. Can't be up late. You'll have no shot. Joe Experience. I say was going to happen. Biden's polls will tank. Go Brandon! Go Brandon! Let's go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? Now I am become deaf. Where's your home? I think we lost him. Yeah. The destroyer of worlds. 1-800-959-5366. From the year 2022, coming to you from the parkland just south of St. Louis, about to break down the door to that cesspool. With a little comedy, a whole lot of radio. Very, very soon, we are live on the parkland's Freedom Leader AM 1240 KFMO and KFMO.com. This first hour dropping free on Apple, Google, and Spotify. It's your 40-something X-Rock DJ, the future of broadcasting, the enema of the people, the world's greatest radio personality, your charming and delightful host for these next 10 segments right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network at 1-800-959-5366. You did open the phones up, right? Phones are open. And I got that phone number, right? It is 959-5366? That is correct. Okay. Starting to do it from memory now, trying to. Interact with us live on Farcebook, Instagram at Pictured Kaysen. Find me on YouTube and Rumble. And if you want to book me, I'm getting that back in order. Richard Kaysen at Yahoo.com. At the top of our next hour, Alaska gubernatorial candidate, the first declared Republican in the primary race to unseat Governor Mike Dunleavy. Uh, Bruce Walden, 
will be joining us at six past the hour right after the news here on the Richard Case and Radio Network. Free podcast listeners may want to consider joining the Dollar Club. If you want to hear that interview, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. So uh, for over 20 years, I was just barking orders at, you know, nobody at all, not just on the radio, but in real life. Now I have someone to actually execute some of those orders, the producer of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network, Dr. Jared Fever. Thanks for making time to come back to the show. How, how is things? Or how are things? <laughs> things is good. Things is very good. All right. So I uh, was meeting with a new advertiser a couple of days ago, and ex-military sort of got, we'll hear his uh, ad a little bit later on the show, but he's ex-military, so he was just doing his due diligence on me. He called the station to make sure that I existed and and also that I do a show and that I am what I uh, portray myself as. And he said that the folks who answer the phone i assume it was uh someone in management or in sales but they said yeah yeah he does a show here does pretty good he's a little intense so i thought he was talking about my sales tactic at first is <laughs> not the i'm not intense at all what, what what are your feelings do you do you find me intense or the show intense or um how would you describe when it? i f- when i first met when i first met i i could have pictured you as as intense but now that we're almost nearly a year into doing the show anything but intense yes i i put up a very tough front but you get to know me or listen to me for about five minutes and just like that poor man someone gonna get him the help that he needs uh by the way i'm glad you did mention that because this is the the new year but a couple of months from now we'll be celebrating one year at uh, 1240 KFMO. And I do have to admit that Jared has added something to the show that I think was lacking because while it was a comedy show and it was smart aleck oriented, I think without someone to at least respond to the things that I was cracking wise about, sometimes the audience didn't know what I was serious about, what I wasn't, and I think you were smart enough to make that distinction, but it's just nice to have a Jared across from the console to to laugh. Whether he means it or not, he knows when it's time, and he'll he'll offer a laugh or a chuckle. Or a... <laughs> he gets paid by the laugh, so. <laughs> Seven cents a laugh is what I pay the kid. But um, are you... Are you happy doing the show? I mean, what were your first thoughts whenever you were asked? I I guess they, I mean, how did you get the news that, hey, we got this schmuck coming in, <laughs> wanting to do a show with us, and uh, you got you got to work with him? So I was actually at my house when I got the call, and I, at first I was like, oh, a conservative talk show. I don't know if I want to do that because I'm more sports-oriented. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? It's the experience that'll help me out down the road maybe. And then uh, once I started, the first couple weeks, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to do this. <laughs> no, it's all good, though. You you think you've learned anything here? Anything you can take with you, or is this just oh, yeah, strictly I've a paid gig? Learned how to answer phones about the three or four times they've rang. Yeah. What about thinking on your feet? You... Yes, that too. Because, see, the thing is, even I don't know where the show is going half the time. <laughs> you show up with something in mind and then it it these shows they just 
take a course of their own after a while. And if you're smart, you let them follow the course. But you're happy so far in oh, the yeah. 10 or 11 months? Okay. So I don't want to inconvenience you, and I don't want to put you on the spot. And it's not going to have a bearing on anything, but you you will probably recall we didn't have a formal interview. <laughs> we did not. So before we go to break, um, we should probably go ahead and squeeze that interview in. It's just real brief. <laughs> if if you do, you have time. Yeah. Do you have anywhere you need to go? Nope. Okay. Just watching this computer in front of me. All right. Well, first of all, Jared, I need to know what is your biggest strength. Oh man. My ability to think on my toes. Wrong. No, actually, <laughs> your biggest strength is your ability to adapt to different situations. Oh, yeah. you're right. What's your biggest weakness? The ability to think on my toes. No, that's wrong again. <laughs> actually, your biggest weakness is looking at your phone during the show. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, why did you take this job or this assignment? Why did you want this? Uh, extra money. Sean, Sean said I had to. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, wrong again. Actually, it was to gain wisdom from an award-winning professional. I couldn't read my handwriting. but oh. Yeah, that was the, You're right. the correct answer. Oh. You're, I, I said it didn't have any bearing on your job, but, <laughs> geez, you're getting all these questions wrong. And finally, where do you see yourself in five years? Producing your TV show wrong again oh I was close yeah actually you're going to be calling minor league hockey games in Massachusetts for Blues affiliate uh, Springfield Thunderbirds oh I, I, hey something that you want to do yes I can get with that so how was your Christmas did you get anything good I did I got a recorder that I needed for pregame interviews for sports oh not the flutophone no no not that, that kind of recorder no the fifth graders <laughs> blast people's eardrums out I got I'm trying to think. I I was going to bring it, actually. Um, among other things, I got a ton of candy, stocking stuffers and all of that. But one of the things I was going to bring and put on the display, in addition to the Biden tumbler that I have and my NBA award-winning plaque here in front of me for good luck, I was going to bring a mug that my girlfriend's sister got me because I've landed in Facebook jail a number of times and... Instead of the Facebook thumbs up, it was a Facebook one of those. I was making the middle finger gesture to Jared, which doesn't always translate over to radio. But yeah, that was put on a mug, and I was going to bring that and talk about it, and I don't remember what the mug says. Oh, Something about Facebook jail, or it would have been funnier if I would have brought the (laughs) mug. But what about your New Year's? What'd you do? Uh, I went down to a friend's in Fredericktown and uh, hung out there and then came back home in the rain and fell asleep because I had to work the next day and then watched the Winter Classic on New Year's Day. Do you have any resolutions you're going to try to try to hit? Or nah. Nothing? No. I don't want to tie myself to something because I'll uh, I'll not hit the goal. Well, see, in my case, having already achieved near perfection, I don't see any real need to whatsoever, any changes that I need to make. Um, I don't know if you heard about Biden's New Year's. This it's either, it's either funny or pathetic, however you want to look at it. So this is just what I heard. 
So New Year's Eve, he comes into the White House, he, and he's dressed in nothing but a diaper and the Happy New Year's banner. <laughs> he's dressed as Baby New Year. And what I'm told, he reaches into the back of the diaper, and he pulls his hand out, and it's dirty, of course, and then he smears his dirty hand all over his face, and then he says, Happy Kwanzaa! <laughs> One eight hundred nine five nine five three six six to call in, to interact, to agree, to disagree, to filibuster. Only until I'm tired of hearing it, and then I'll simply have young Jared hang up on you. So after months of pleading from slow Talibiden, wear a mask, get a shot don't have Christmas, he finally admits, he finally admits that there's nothing the federal government can do about COVID. Here now is a video conference call with various state governors as Arkansas governor and Biden suck up Asa Hutchinson. This guy is actually a Republican, but a rhino, which means Republican in name only. He's doing what he does, sucking up to Biden, who then makes a startling revelation. Listen to this. And thank you so much for giving uh, us the time today to hear from us, but also so that we can hear from you personally about the challenge that we face. So, uh, Mr. President, the microphone is you. Thank you, President Biden. He said, thank you very much. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved. All right. Well, level. I'm looking at Governor. Then I guess we can go ahead and stop with the mandates and we can stop with vaccine passports. He just admitted after all this time. Well, you know, there's there's no federal solution. So, yeah, the guy, he just is. uh, Well, and he's such a a hypocrite, too, whenever you consider all of these. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. And so, folks, I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. Look, there is no federal solution. There you go. There is your... Your imposter in chief right there with wanting to reassure you that I got this. I'm going to handle it. I'm not going to shut down the economy. Gas isn't going to go up. Cost of living's not going to go up. Whoops. Turns out I lied and we got no solution because there's nothing really we can do about it because, you know, we, we only know how to make these things. We can't contain them once we've made them and, and release them into the world. Now, you don't even really have to pay attention to the to the words of this one, but I want to show this one to Jared, and I just want to, I'll hit play on this, and then once I do, I just want you to uh, see if you, if this thing reboots right in the middle of me doing the show, I'm going to shoot it. I just want you to see if you see anything out of the ordinary whenever I play the this. economy I inherited. Here, pull, it, pull that screen toward you and just in, inspect the video, and then... Uh, can you see it there? All right. Nearly a year ago, wasn't just in crisis. It wasn't working. For you see anything people. weird? I told you that's the reason I ran. 
Uh, not off the top of my head. Look closer. Year after year economic growth is This was the day that he went on national TV in the fake White House studio that he makes all these announcements from and he is talking about his non-solutions to fix the shipping crisis, but we don't really have to listen to it, but just look deep into that picture. You don't see anything off? Yeah, the background looks like uh, there's a window, and it looks like out behind that window, uh, it's not what you would see outside the White House. It looks more like a closet or something. Well, you're, you're kind of half close. It is A, it's not a closet. But B, it is not what you would see outside the White House. What that is, is in fact a fake background of a shipping yard. (laughs) Why? Why? What subtle sort of subliminal message are they, what is this, the fake portable White House? Oh, we're broadcasting live from outside this supply yard, and look at this loaded dock behind me where these... Guys, I'm paying not to work aren't working. Why the background here? I don't... Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just weird. Why do they do things like this? But... Oh, there's more. I'm just... Uh, I'm getting all fidgety having to... <laughs> did you hear uh, Biden branding himself? Uh, I did not. I did not hear that. Oh, okay. Well, check this out. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. By the way, where are you in Oregon? Where's your home? Here for uh, for those that didn't get to hear that, I didn't have the volume up high enough. This is one more time, Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandoning himself, and then we'll get Jared's thoughts about what he thinks about Let's Go, Brandon. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Sure. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? Where's your home? Where's your home? <laughs> and she just yeah. ducks her head like, oh, Joe. <laughs> can't you see he hung up? Why can't you just be in touch? <laughs> so, but let's go, Brandon. <sighs> is it's getting old with yes. you? Yes. All right. I got it out before the show. You said I shouldn't have. Yeah. I don't understand. Just get over it. Okay, yeah, Let's Go Random was funny like a year ago. Get over it. But but it's taken on such a... Such, such a, a, a dumb meaning. Well, but it's code because we, we just all know... say it. We all I know, know you can't say it on the radio, but just say it. Well, there's... But you have some people who would love to say it, but, you know, their church may frown upon that their family may frown upon that's another that. thing what is it what does it matter if the church frowns upon it it's the chick from nbc's fault yeah when she nbc it, sports when she opened her yap and tried to cut co- because if you'll well you know, nbc sports isn't even, even is not even a thing anymore they shut it down oh did they yeah was that their last event yeah no it wasn't their last event but on uh, after December 31st, they shut it down. All NBC Sports are now on USA. Oh, wow. Well, they probably should have shut it down much sooner for <laughs> yeah. things like this. Oh, my God. It's such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you If she would have just kept her mouth shut, none of this would have ever happened. We wouldn't have to... Have to hear about it. Wouldn't have to keep uh, seeing it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, 
Here is the Joe Biden dancers. Did you happen to see this, Jared? I also did not. This is real. Now describe to the audience what you're seeing here. All right, so it's like seven, um, it's more than so, 17 maybe nurses just dancing and one of them is singing. But they're all also wearing masks, except for that one right there. And there's George Washington. So there's that like Jill? two that, that aren't wearing masks. Yeah, they're the ones that are actually singing. The others I don't even think are. The reason I know or I assume they're nurses is because they're wearing scrubs. And they have flabby arms, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and white shoes. But how out of touch is this? It's about probably the dumbest thing. People They're not even socially distant, too. Like, if they're wearing masks and in the White House and nurses, shouldn't you think? Oh, wait, wait. There's no federal plan for it, though. The second nurse, Ethel Merman, there. That is not the voice I thought she would have. Gonna take the whole world on a plate. Just to give you an idea of how out of touch the Joe Talabiden organization really is, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be right back. When I find myself in times of trouble, President Harris comes to me speaking words of wisdom, LGP, FGP. In my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, LGP, FGP, LGP, FGP, LGP, FGP. Yeah, there will be an answer. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. LGP, FGP. Screechy words of wisdom. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> Say it one time, Jared. No. Say it. No. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. <laughs> it's kind of like why, how, why, why, why? <laughs> it's kind of like how I used to feel with WhatsApp. <laughs> Whenever you practice your percussion on the console, messes with my headphones. Gotta tell you though, that KFMO water's looking pretty good over there. Sure wish I had me a bottle of that KFMO water. It's high quality H2O. Awful thirsty. Kind of thirst that can only be quenched with a bottle of KFMO water. Sure like to have some. Coffee makes me thirstier. It's good for the voice, but. It makes me thirstier than, than I should be. But. I trust that you don't watch CNN. I don't. You're better off because not only have they just not been a very newsworthy channel over the years, but 
in 2021 alone, they had about 15 embarrassing moments for the self-identified most trusted name in news. Let's just start with a light one here. CNN contributor Adil Raha posted in a now-deleted tweet back in May that the world today needs a Hitler. <laughs> what? Yep. Now, before it was deleted, <laughs> a screen capture of that tweet showed that it was liked 428 times and quoted slash retweeted over 200 times. So, number two from CNN. Remember with uh, the, the return here of Tubin Jeffrey Tubin? You were caught masturbating on camera on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on I just the call. Shut up. I didn't think other people could see This is CNN. So, if you've ever been caught by that many people, you lost. <laughs> There's no way out. Like, just go hide. <laughs> Legal analyst Tubin Jeffrey there. Now, number three, David Shalayan, or whatever you, however you pronounce his name, claims that the National Mall's lights are extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. Listen to this hogwash. There's still some uh, tinkering going on with the inaugural address, but his aides. Are, are, have made really clear it's not like he's trying to ignore or paper over uh, either what happened at the Capitol two weeks ago or what we've been through uh, throughout four years of the Trump presidency. And the contrast yeah. on display tonight. Low was gas so prices, stark. affordable I mean, groceries. Those lights that are that was terrible. There, just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool. It, I look, it's like almost. Uh, extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. This is CNN. Why don't you just ask for some knee pads there, David, for crying out loud. <laughs> Man, a, lot, so a, a pair with the presidential seal on each one, so it doesn't hurt as much. Now, number four, Dr. Sanjay Gupta was questioned by Joe Rogan why CNN lied oh, about him taking this. a livestock drug. I, I don't have the clip. I, I do have the clip, but it was too long. But uh, you may remember when Gupta sat in for that interview with Joe Rogan back in October and was questioned why CNN lied about Rogan taking a quote-unquote livestock drug to treat coronavirus. Gupta couldn't defend CNN and admitted huh, that the network shouldn't have done it. This is CNN. Kind of like those WLS jingles. I can just play them and play them and play them now. Check this out. Eric Wimple, this is number five. <laughs> See, with a name like this, you just know that he's going to be <laughs> like a registered sex offender or, or a future registered sex offender. Eric Wimple. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the Washington Post reporter. Well, he should change his name because that sounds kind of bad. Anyway, <laughs> you see how I just throw darts and, and paint with a broad brush and then sometimes have to reel it back in. So this guy, he's a Washington Post reporter. He uh, called out the Cuomo brothers on CNN for their Loveathon interviews during the pandemic. The interview occurred while former Governor Andrew Cuomo allegedly covered up nursing home COVID deaths. Andrew Cuomo later resigned over sexual harassment allegations that implicant, Im, implicated his brother or implicated his brother and CNN anchor Chris, 
Just finish the segment for me. Quith Cuomo. His brother Quith Cuomo. Now on Bonnie Flank on Newsmax. Quith Cuomo. As a result, Quith Cuomo was fired in December for his uh, lisp and also his involvement with his brother's defense. This is CNN. Number six, Jesse Smollett was revealed in uh, text to be, well, getting text from Don Lemon. Before TV star Smollett was found guilty on five of the six charges in a case where he was accused of staging a racist attack on himself, Smollett's trial revealed that CNN anchor Don Lemon, who has his own lemon-fresh sexual harassment allegations to deal with, urgently notified Smollett that the Chicago police were doubting his alibi. This is CNN. Then back in June, Breitbart's John Nolte wrote that the lead with CNN anchor Jake Tapper lost 75% of his audience since January. Compared to the first quarter of the year, the show fell 49%. This is CNN. Reliable sources also dropped significantly in the first half of the year, according to the Daily Wire, failing to attract a million viewers for 11 consecutive weeks. This is CNN. And then CNN Business reportedly investigated for treatment of women uh, in the workplace after Annalyn Kurtz, a senior editor, left the 60-person newsroom. This is CNN. A journalistic den of vice, I heard. And then you've got uh, number 10. Caitlin Collins' bylines were restored at her former employer, at least five potentially embarrassing clickbait stories written by the now CNN star when she worked at the right-wing Daily Caller had mysteriously disappeared. And then you got uh, Chris Cuomo, or I'm sorry, Chris Cuomo was finally forced out. And then you've got a Chris Cuomo staffer arrested for his own sex crimes, uh, attempting to induce minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. And then you got Jake Tapper's former producer under investigation by a child exploitation squad. And then you have CNN airing seven days of content without even reaching one million viewers. This is CNN. Missouri Broadcasters Association award-winning Richard Case and Radio Network at 1-800-959-5366 at the top of our next hour. Alaska gubernatorial candidate Bruce Walden will be joining us via telephone to explain why he feels he should be the next governor of the 49th state. You know what the 49th state is, Jiren? I just said it five seconds ago. <laughs> Alaska. There we go. <laughs> hey, where's that? Get, get that bell out from under the cabinet in case you get something else right again. I want to be able to. This is the 21st century. I shouldn't have to say the word ding when I should just be able to. Oh, that's going to get war out real quick. It... Order. Order. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that. Here, take that. I already know that's going to be a problem. So check this out. I don't know if you've heard this, but 
the IRS is so you've got the smash and grab robberies happening everywhere. You've seen this. They're clearly organized. People are going into Macy's. They're going into Bloomingdale's. All these stores and just on mass, they're smashing and grabbing. Well, the IRS is saying that if you take part in this activity, that you have to report your stolen property on your income taxes. And not only your stolen property, you have to report any bribes as well. With uh, Channel 13 WIBW from Topeka's Sarah Motter with this report. Listen. The IRS is reminding people stolen property, bribes, and income related to illegal activities is required to be reported as income on your 2021 federal taxes. In Publication 17 for 2021, the IRS says if people harbor any stolen property, they are required to list its fair market value on their 2021 taxes. The IRS said the stolen property rule is under the other income rules for what's required to be filed. That includes things like alimony, bribes, found or stolen property, and more. <laughs> Federal and state income taxes for 2021 are due by... So you're trying to think you got a $25,000 bribe for uh, what you need to report giving that guy that job there. And uh, okay, need to need to write that down. And uh, what are the bribes that I get this year, Jared? I can't keep all my bribes straight. What all? I think I bribed you $10 to uh, let me do a show. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is insane. But listen to this. The IRS said the stolen property rule, she mentioned this, is under the other income rules for what is required to be filed. Those include alimony, which yeah, I've never been divorced, but by all accounts, it's heavily one-sided. It says, don't include alimony you receive under a divorce or separation agreement executed after 2018 or executed before 2019 but later modified if the modification expressly states the repeal this is a bunch of that party of the first part crap that doesn't <laughs> bribes if you receive a bribe included on your income do i have to include where i got it or just how much is it it is found property if you find and keep property which are they counting stolen pro no i guess they're not counting stolen property that gets its own category <laughs> Found property, if you find and keep property that doesn't belong to you, i.e. stole it, it's taxable to you at its fair market value in the first year. It's your undisputed possession. Possession really is nine-tenths of the law, isn't it? Illegal activities. All you drug dealers out there, all you tweakers listening right now, listen. Any income you're making from your rolling shake and bake meth labs going down the street here in front of the station you got to claim that income that's an illegal activity you got to claim your money from dealing those illegal drugs it must be included in your income on schedule one form 1040 line 8z or on schedule c form 1040 if uh if from your self-employment activity because you never know Someone may be working for someone that has a shake-and-bake meth lab and they haven't branched out into making their own. This is... I would have never thought that... I mean, this is the whole reason why criminals exist. Bribes and, and found property and money from drug dealing. It's all cash, so they don't report it. And the IRS is just... 
I don't know. It's <laughs> rewards. If you receive a reward for providing information, you got to include it in your income. So, Sto <laughs> stolen property. If you steal property. So, uh, they're totally ignoring that you shouldn't steal. <laughs> they're ignoring that. Set aside the fact that theft is a crime. You got petty larceny, you got grand theft. Let's let's just set that aside. If you steal property, you must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it, unless you return it to its rightful owner in the same year. <laughs> About to put the wraps on the first hour of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. At the top of the next hour, Alaska gubernatorial candidate Bruce Walden will be phoning in live from Alaska. I hear it's a little windy up there, but the cell grid is still intact. So as long as everything stays intact, we will be hearing from him at the top of our next hour, right after the news on many of these Richard Case and Radio Network stations. A newly hired Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee email strategist supports the abolition of the police and states that her life's mission is to abolish the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. This is Rayanne Ensworth, who appears to have locked her Twitter account. She took to the Internet in the last few years, uh, especially during the nationwide BLM riots, to express her disdain for law enforcement and ICE. And then you have another digital strategist for the DCCC. This is Najira Boone, who has called police officers terrorists, and she also tweets in favor of abolishing the police. And she had to delete her Twitter account. But she took to the Internet and other ways back during the summer of 2020 during the nationwide Black Lives Matter riots to express her disdain for law enforcement. So ICE are terrorists and the police are terrorists. But this right here, this this is a perfectly sane individual. This isn't terrorism at all. Is if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, Maxine Waters, The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to uh, absolutely harass them. But that isn't terroristic at all, is it? And then Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas says the nation's war on crime must begin with recalling, removing, and replacing every last district attorney with ties to left-wing billionaire and Bond villain George Soros. This would include L.A. District Attorney George Gascon. This would include Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg. In Chicago, over in Cook County, it's Kim Fox. Uh, you got in, in Manhattan another D.A., Cyrus Vance Jr., Baltimore State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. All these cities have paid a terrible price for their insane policies. Just last year, the number of homicides in Chicago rose by 56%. Ditto, one Carter County prosecutor, Hannah Pender. 
a Black Lives Matter supporting, nepotism showing, nothing happening non-prosecutor who I, I have every reason to think that she took some George Soros money because whenever I commented on a Facebook post she made asking her, you taking any George Soros money? She just deleted the whole post, so who knows? And she doesn't even live in the county that she supposedly represents. She gets her mail at her mom's in Van Buren while residing full-time in Ellington, which is in Reynolds County. Well, the walls are closing in on you, Hannah. I'm going to use your own words against you. Keep that tuner where it's at for news at the top of the hour, and then Alaska gubernatorial candidate Bruce Walden win. The Richard Case and Radio Network returns after these short messages.